0: Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine.
1: Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 152. Before we get into today's topic, we yesterday we released episode 4 of our IGTV series where we have been breaking down Disney movies that we watch every week and trying to just share what the life lessons are that we take away from it just things that stood out to us um, and hopefully maybe shedding some light to something that would help you both in your project but also in just living life as well so it's been a fun little side project that we've been doing and this week's topic was a little bit different than what we've done so we've stuck mainly in all disney up to this point We're starting a new challenge where we're trying to watch all of the Star Wars movies leading up into Rise of Skywalker um, releasing in December. So we started with Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, and that was our topic of that video.
0: Yeah, so I'm interested to see how this progresses because I'm very much out of my element. I mean, I can talk about Moana. I can talk about Zootopia. But Star Wars is a stretch for me because I am learning just about Star Wars in general. So it's hard to try to also pick out lessons too, right? Like when it's the first time you've ever seen the movie and you're not familiar with it, it's a little challenging, but it's fun. It'll be interesting. I've never watched all of the Star Wars movies before. So it's a good challenge. We'll see if we can keep it up. It might be our first Instagram TV series if we do. All Star Wars for the next little bit.
1: Yep. So if you are excited for Rise of Skywalker coming out at the end of this year, um, I believe the math still works out. You might have to watch two in one week, but I'm sure you can pull it off. But if you watch one movie per week, you'll have all of them completed, including Rogue One and Solo, before the movie releases, right before Christmas. So... Good time to jump on board, either if you're re-watching them or if you're like Catherine and you've lived under a rock for 25 years, longer.
0: I knew more than you thought I did, though, because I have seen, like, bits and pieces, so I'm not a complete newbie. I'm just, like, basic level.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, if you guys want to jump on with that, you'll be um, going through something with us. Yay. So our topic today is allowing yourself to have time or using time to your advantage, just however you want to word that. And it's something that we have talked a lot about with so many different guests, You know, especially people who've been at this for years, they talk about that you just have to allow yourself the time and your project, the time to grow and get its footing and you, know, you can't press those things, that, that it's not on your watch. And I think, this is a very important discussion to have, because on surface level, it kind of seems like, "Oh yeah, be patient." And I think it's deeper than that, because I think so many issues that we deal with, and you know, everybody else that we talk with deals with, of comparing yourself to others, or pressing or getting off brand, you know, or getting frustrated and, and wanting to quit, I think you can tie those all back to time. That, that if you're not using time to your advantage, it can almost be your worst enemy.
0: Yeah, and I think honestly just from our experience, this is probably the most frustrating aspect of it. And if you've never experienced being frustrated by time, then you need to share with us your tips or advice because... It's hard sometimes. It's hard because we see everybody else's finished product, but we don't always stop and think about the time that was put in or what went into, you know, getting to that stage. So it's hard. And like Brendan said, you know, sometimes it comes back to patience and everyone wants to, you know, eye roll as you're listening right now because you don't always just want to say like, oh, be patient. But it's more than that. And even using time to your advantage and just being aware of it, I think, can be helpful.
1: Yeah. So I think there's a very delicate balance. And I hope we can shed light onto at least how we do it. And maybe you have some takeaways um, from this. But I think there's a balance between like being tenacious and hungry and wanting more. But also not getting overly frustrated because it's not on the timeline that you expect or want?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to be realistic. You know, even with goal setting or looking big picture, I think it is important to have those dreams. And, you know, we even just recently talked about how to dream big and, you know, some of our advice or struggles with that. But just Sometimes being aware of time and that you can't just snap your fingers and have things, you know, appear or just work out overnight. It never works out like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's talk about where we've heard this in some recent episodes. So I think you can go back two weeks ago to Zach and Amy from Rope Drop Disney. And they talked a lot about allowing yourself time and taking things slowly so that you can develop your skill set and you can make sure that you're putting the best product out there that you can. And that is something that time and experience lay into that. You can't produce vlogs, podcasts, blog posts, whatever you want to fill in the blank there You know, right when you first start out. You have to hone in on your craft, figure out what works for you, um, adopt maybe skills or tricks from other people, and then you're able to kind of... Develop that over time as a keyword.
0: Yeah, I think things like that, you know, finding your voice or even just finding what you're truly interested in, because a lot of times, you know, you jump into something like we say you should, you know, just jump into it, start doing it, but it takes time to find out what you're actually passionate about like you might start your project wanting to write about news until you realize that there's just a ton of it so then you pivot and you wouldn't know those things until you've you know gained that experience over time so it's nothing that you can fake um i mean you could try to fake it i guess but there's just really no substitute
1: yeah the other episode that comes to mind for me it just happened to be our most recent two i think Because honestly, we talk about time with almost every single person, you know, even in a roundabout way. But with Jordan and Greg from Monday's episode in 151, you know, they're my two co-hosts from Kingdom Outcast. And we've only been doing this for, I don't even remember when we started, less than a year Mm -hmm. is how long we've been going on it. And even within that year, you start to like reach and you start putting episodes out that aren't on brand or aren't, you know, in your wheelhouse because you're just reaching for something that's not there. And so I think that comes back to time is that you're not, you know, being patient and allowing things to grow organically how they should. I think that's where you get into trouble and you start doing things that don't make sense and then you're building on something that's a house of cards and Really, if you're just allowing yourself to say, all right, I'm gonna put this out there, it's maybe not gonna get the exposure that I want, but I'm gonna put it out there because this is what's on brand for me or, or this is building some, towards something bigger for me and my brand.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I think when you just reach for things or maybe do things that don't really fit you know, your passion, ultimately, it shows through And it's a valuable lesson, but, you know, it's something that could also have just been avoided, you know, by maybe sitting down and thinking, hey, you know, I don't really have a topic for this week. You know, is it better to just reach and throw something out there, or is it better to maybe just take the week off? You know, that's up for debate. We can get into that another time, but I think, you know, giving ourselves that time is probably the best thing that we can do just for our own sanity. Um, and I think it also ties into like flexibility, just allowing yourself that opportunity um, and knowing that you can't hurry anything along um, because that is really when it makes you go crazy, you know, wishing that your project was in another place, um, trying to speed it up. Like Brennan says, that sometimes gets you into trouble um, because you end up maybe doing things that you didn't want to. Um and we've all been there, whether it's like giveaways or, you know, joining different loops or just, you know, any of the things that I think a lot of us have experienced just to try to push things along. And then over time you're like, Wait, why did I do that? You know, was that the best thing for me? You know, it might be good for one person but not for another. And you know, that's just something that with time, you know, you have to figure that out, I guess. Um, and the other half of that, too, is if you rush into something because you want to be somewhere else because of someone's success, I think that's never good.
1: I think, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to add to that, but I think that if you're just sort of like modeling off of someone else, I think there's a role for mentorship and kind of, you know, following some of the paths that have already been paved for you. But I do think that if you're looking for shortcuts, it's it's just not. It doesn't work most of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and honestly, I think what you said is pretty spot on. It's one of the the biggest faults of what we have had is looking for shortcuts on exposure. I'm very proud of the content that we're able to put out, but the exposure side of it is something that we've always struggled with. You know, how do we promote this? How do we reach new people? How do we, you know, get, I hate to even say it, but how do we get the followers that we want? You know, how do we get the subscribers or the iTunes reviews? You fill in the blank and you see these temporary fixes out there. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'll do this follow loop and I'll just do this one. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, I'll gain 200 new followers. Or, hey, let's do this paid giveaway. And, you know, if that's something that works for you and, and that's bringing in your target audience, that's great. For us personally, it it was not doing anything for us. It was fluffing up numbers that didn't mean anything.
0: Yeah, I definitely think, you know, part of time and even with... Kind of like what we're talking about right now, like comparing what you're doing to someone else, not realizing all the work that went in to that background. I mean, you can't. I forgot what I was going to say. That's terrible. Um, but you can't like just jump into something and expect the same results.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm following. I'm following. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's just a slippery slope that you go down and, you know, we've talked about it a little bit on the show. We had to have a come to Jesus meeting almost.
0: That's what I was, You yes. You have to recognize that when you do things like that, like for a podcast, we could get new followers, but that doesn't mean they're listening to the podcast. So it doesn't help. You know, whatever it is that you're doing with your time, right, needs to to be valuable. And that's kind of my second point with all this. I mean, time just ultimately is valuable, right? I mean, if you spend your time just worrying about, you know, numbers here, this, there, you know, that might not be what is ultimately adding value to your product or your project that you're working on. And then that's not going to, to, like, fulfill what you're trying to do in the long run. So you have to spend your time, A, where it makes you happy, but also, you know, B, where it's going to add value to what you're doing. So if you get hung up on the little things, you know, that might prevent you from your big goal.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I mean, this is a topic that you could beat to death, and I think it's just recognizing that are you taking shortcuts because – You're not allowing yourself time. That's really the question that you have to ask. Mm -hmm. In our case, it's very easy to gain new followers Mm -hmm. on Instagram. You can go to a follow loop. (laughs) If you really want to, you can follow every single person that is following that follow loop account. And I bet you'll get an 80% hit rate of those people following you back. But are they going to read your blog? Are they going to buy your products? If yes, great. That is an absolutely stellar game plan for you for us it doesn't translate so i think it's just recognizing that one of the last things that i wanted to talk about on this is that the timing is not in your hands now don't want to get like too deep into anything if you're religious you know no matter what religion that is or even if you just believe in whatever it is i think a lot of times we can all agree. That to a certain extent, timing is not in your hands. There's so many external factors at work that, you know, you ultimately can't control it. Um, and so my, my rebuttal to that, though, is that opportunity can strike at any moment. Your next big break could happen five minutes from now, or it could happen five years from now. And are your eyes open and are you scanning the horizon to recognize those opportunities when they come up or are you going to miss them
0: that is pretty deep but i but i like it i mean i think you should always be prepared because you're you don't know like maybe you're making ears and your ears go viral i mean what would you do you know you just never know What's gonna strike a chord with people, or what's gonna catch on, and it's something that you might always dream about or hope for, but it is good to be be prepared.
1: Yeah, and maybe think it
0: in a scar voice.
1: I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe this mindset doesn't work for everybody. But I have almost come to the mindset that every time I post something or interact with someone, I try to view it as: Is this my next big break? You know, is this next Instagram post going to be the something that unlocks this next door for me? It doesn't necessarily have to be, hey, this is going to get me thousands of new followers. Maybe it's just that, hey, this comes up on somebody's explore page. That person may be the missing piece to something that we're working on. Maybe there's someone that we need to interview. Or maybe they're just going to be a really good friend to us. And so I think viewing things that way for me has really helped to not get bogged down in the monotony that sometimes you can get caught up in of all right i'm gonna post another instagram post today we'll see if anything happens Mm -hmm. but viewing it as hey this is an opportunity what what if someone sees this that we don't know about you know and, and being prepared for things like that even just mentally i think is really important
0: I agree. I don't think I can add anything to that. That was a good final point. I win. You win. You win today's discussion.
1: Yeah. So, anything else you want to add on this topic?
0: I just said I can't.
1: (laughs) So, I mic dropped. (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break and hear a message from our partners, and then we will be back to share our quotes and our Disney characters. Our Pinterest game has really improved lately, and I attribute it to matching. awesome Disney pictures with our messages that we are trying to share. A sharp photo of the parks will catch any user's eyes and grab them for that few seconds that you need for them to read your message and give you a shot. So to up your photo game, I highly check out, I highly recommend checking out the Photo Reserve. So there you can get professional Disney photos that are guaranteed to catch someone's eye to make them feel that magic of the parks. Match those with your message And then, hopefully, you are gaining new exposure. So to check that out for yourself, you can head to reportthemagic.com forward slash detour where you'll get six completely free photos to test out, see if it works for you. And then you can come back and and maybe give it a try. So again, that's reportthemagic.com forward slash detour or you can click that link in our show notes.
0: Perfect. So we're back and we're going to start with our quotes. So I'll go ahead and start with this first one. So it's by Peter Pan. Very fitting. (laughs) 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 And it's think of all the joy you'll find when you leave the world behind and bid your cares goodbye. You can fly. And I thought that this one applied to what we're talking about today, just because when you do kind of let go of maybe that comparison or worrying about you know, time and when things are going to work out, even with, you know, just Brendan's last point, you know, just being prepared or having that open mindset to what could happen, you know, over time, I think will leave you feeling more free with whatever it is that you're working on. You know, you can focus on the things that do bring you joy rather than maybe the little medial things or worrying about, you know, the numbers or small details Um, And I think that'll help you just take off and, you know, find happiness, but also hopefully find success.
1: Yeah. Two things. I know I typed this one, and I apologize. I guess Peter does not directly say this. Well, it's in the song. song. It's from Peter Pan, but not from Peter. Does that make sense?
0: It does make sense.
1: The other thing is what this really makes me think about is going to the parks. Because, like, when we were there a couple weeks ago... I think I maybe checked our download numbers twice in the entire week. hmm I wish I could adopt that same mindset and bid my cares goodbye when we're at home.
0: Yeah. It is harder at home. It's much easier in Disney. So we just need to move to Disney, I think. Let's just live in the castle.
1: What do you think their rent is?
0: It's priceless. <laughs> so- they We can pay them in Magic dollars oh okay yeah with all our happiness
1: so the next quote that stood out to me in our research was if watching is all you're gonna do then you're gonna watch your life go by without you and that is from laverne from the hunchback of notre dame notre
0: dame i was gonna say what the heck brendan that was that was a pitiful attempt at saying the hunchback of notre dame I mean Notre Dame.
1: Is it Americanized or are we French? I guess
0: if you're from the south, it might be Notre Dame, <laughs> but the rest of us are gonna say Notre Dame. <laughs> All
1: right. Anyway, I mean, I just think that's so important. I think something we've harped on a lot about is after after you've started your project, how to use time. But I do think this also goes back to that just do it mindset. Like yeah. You have an idea, share it with the world. If you don't, you're doing a disservice. You're going to connect with somebody. It's going to be important for somebody. So if you're one of those people and you have an idea, act on it today, right now.
0: Yeah, don't waste time. That's never a good idea. Maybe
1: finish the episode, then do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's almost over. Um, And this is a quote, this next one, that we might have shared before, but I do think it's important. So it's from the Fairy Godmother, Cinderella, one of my favorite movies. And she says, even miracles take a little time. And it's true. Um, Things don't just happen instantly, even when the Fairy Godmother is at work. It does take her a few minutes to go through the song and find all her pieces that she needs. And I think it's just important to... You know, not get frustrated with yourself. And even if, you know, you get frustrated and then you take a breather and then remember this quote, I think that's a good way to go about it. You know, everything takes time. Even the miracles, even the most successful projects in the whole world took time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. The last one for me is from Steve Jobs. And he says, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Guilty.
0: Okay, I was going to say, you're pretty, we're working on this.
1: We are working on this, but I think, you know, I think it comes from a healthy space, but a lot of times people jump into this thinking, I'm going to be the next fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever Disney or non-Disney influencer I don't like that word, but big personality that you want to, to say, I think sometimes that's the initial motivation that you get, but I think once you get started in it, you have to drop that and you have to be you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, so this last quote I have, and it's kind of humorous because sometimes we don't really know who said the quote, but we don't know who said this quote. I just found it on Google. Thanks Google. Um, and it's just never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. So I just thought it was a good ending thought because I do think, and we've seen it with, you know, some of the people that we've kind of started the podcast with, you know, people that we got to know or followed this, that, whatever else, you know, they've stopped their project, um, Maybe because of time, maybe because, you know, of external factors. We don't know. But I hate the idea of anyone not pursuing something that they're passionate about or not following, you know, one of their goals just because, you know, they think it takes too long. And, you know, you don't want to wait it out. You know, that to me is really unfortunate because you never know when it will happen. You know, it could have been the next day or the next week. You know, so I think just holding on to, you know, what you are passionate about is important. You know, don't give up on your dream.
1: Play the long game. Yeah. So let's share our characters, ones that we think are symbolic of this topic. First one for me, my hero, number one in our (laughs) hearts, Peter Pan.
0: Okay, so how do you think this applies?
1: I mean, Peter has no sense of time. That's true. I mean, he has no—he gives no respect to time. He—he he doesn't feel victim to it at all. I don't think. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the things that I like so much about him is that, you know, he's not going to grow up. He's going to keep his values and and who he is.
0: He's going to do what keep what he's going to keep doing what makes him happy. There yes, we go. Exactly. Yeah, so mine is a little off the wall, but when me and Brendan were talking about characters, he said, you know, think about a character who maybe it took them a while to, like, realize their goal, or it took them a while to reach their dream, so I was like, huh, that's a hard one. We can't just say Tiana again, so I went with Phil from Hercules, because he talks about how, like, he's gone through the same thing, like, training other you know heroes and he's just looking for that one that's going to go the distance pun intended and you know he keeps trying he's not giving up on his dream even though it's taken a long time and it's probably exhausting so i thought phil was a good example
1: yeah that is a good and i was a little skeptical whenever you first wrote it down
0: huh. everyone's a critic
1: Next one for me is Doctor Strange. Now, maybe it's an easy play because he had the time stone, but if you remember from Infinity War and Endgame, he knew that there were so many different possibilities of what could happen, but he had faith in that the successful whatever time ripple (laughs) what happened and he had the patience to see it all the way through even though that meant that he had to be snapped away um and tony had to do what he did you're not ready to talk about it
0: no um so do you want to share our last person as well
1: i do i'm proud of this one okay can i go with it so mine is goofy but particularly goofy from a goofy movie And, you know, obviously that movie is all about his relationship with Max. And you can see that Goofy is so patient and so willing to take his lumps as a dad because he knows that eventually he and Max are going to be best friends. That he allows Max to say mean things to him without getting mad. And he allows Max to figure things out on his own and Goofy has the patience to see it circle back around so that he can become the best dad in the world. Write it down. Goofy is the best dad.
0: That's a sweet one. I like that one, too. I was a little, again, I'll say I was a little hesitant when you say Goofy from a Goofy movie, but that's a good, a nice little bow on today's episode. So I think that was really fun. I thought we had some good points, even some points that came up that I wasn't expecting.
1: That's the best part.
0: That is. So thank you for joining us today. As always, we'll be back on Friday with an episode that I'm super excited to talk about, um, which will be Disney weddings. Everything Disney wedding related. I think it's just fun. We're going to talk about some of our favorite Disney weddings. We're going to talk about some of our favorite um, possible potential Disney wedding spots, maybe. Um, So it'll be a good time. So join us on Friday, and we hope you have a good midweek, a good Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on
1: Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.